This is WWJ All Local. Another Detroit neighborhood dealing with a mess. This is on the east side, a big water main break. Both directions of Harper now open between Outer and Chalmers. However, after midnight, there was a major flood that sent water almost to I-94 and then into the neighborhoods. Now the water is gone, the salt is down, and the heavy equipment is out trying to fix this 24-inch water main break that really did a mess here on Detroit's east side. Now the Great Lake Water Authority, they have been working all night to try to fix it. They tell me that it's going to take a couple of hours to fix the water main. Again, it's very slippery if you're out in this area. Reporting from Detroit's east side, Charlie Langton. WWJ News Radio 950. A lot of parents want to know when will students in the Detroit public schools be back in the classroom again? The district says the kids will stay virtual for at least a couple more School weeks. officials say in person classes are expected to resume by January 24th or January 31st at the latest. The district switched all schools back to virtual learning last week due to rising COVID 19 cases along with the city's poor vaccination rate. Just 44% of Detroiters five years old and older have received a vaccine dose. That compares to a statewide rate of 63%. About 2,000 laptops were handed out to Detroit students last week, and the district is providing internet access to students at no cost. Greg Bellman, WWDJ, News Radio 950. After testing positive, Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard is now recovering from COVID-19. He's the latest of more than 170 employees at the Sheriff's Office currently off of work because they either have COVID or they were exposed to it. Sheriff Bouchard says he's now quarantining, experiencing headaches, congestion, exhaustion, and body aches. He says he's been fully vaccinated and boosted. It was earlier in the pandemic the sheriff ordered regular testing for the nearly 1,400 employees at the county, regardless of their vaccination status. WWJ News Time 734. A blood drive during a pandemic? Yes, the American Red Cross says there is a national blood crisis, the worst shortage, they say, in more than 20 years. But if you hold it, will they come? WWJ's Mike Campbell reports live. Well, they're having a blood drive this morning in Farmington. Good morning, Mike. Anyone in line? Good morning, Roberta. Don't know yet. Starts at 8, so we're waiting to find out if the American Red Cross blood drive at the Caustic Center in Farmington Hills, that's on 11 Mile between Middle Belt and Inkster, attracts a crowd. That's the hope. They're hoping members of the community become part of the life-saving cause. The Red Cross working, as you said, around the clock, actually, to meet the extraordinary blood needs of hospitals and patients, especially with type O blood. They can use that for many types of circumstances, emergency cases when a patient's blood type isn't known, transfusions, things like that. The Red Cross says they need the blood because of the pandemic. It has caused a shortage. But that COVID-19 pandemic and a blood drive hmm, raises some questions, especially about safety among some. The Red Cross recognizes the concern and says that each blood drive, including this one at the Caustic Center, will have everyone wearing a face mask, regardless of vaccination status. Appointments are spaced to minimize contact between participants. Gloves are worn and changed. And donors are spaced six feet apart. There's uh, enhanced cleaning practice throughout the blood drive. And they say it really only takes, you know, just minutes, really, less than an hour. And donors can be, uh, need to be in good health, but they can be at least 115 pounds and 17 years of age or older to donate blood. Again, it's at the Caustic Center today from 8 
until 8, a 12-hour blood drive. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. Meantime, Children's Hospital of Michigan is seeing its highest numbers of COVID cases in the hospital and ICU since the start of the pandemic. Most children who contract COVID have a mild illness and can be cared for at home. However, some children can develop serious, even life-threatening illness. Dr. Lauren Yagila is a pediatric critical care expert at Children's Hospital of Michigan. We have seen children develop serious and life-threatening COVID pneumonia. We have also had children develop myocarditis. Additionally, we've had numerous children develop a condition called multi-system inflammatory syndrome. This syndrome can occur in children around four weeks after their initial COVID infection. Importantly, the preceding COVID infection can be mild. Children five and older are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. From the Delta Dental Health Desk, Dr. Deanna Lights, WWJ News Radio 950. People gathering at the state capitol this morning pushing to change Michigan's no-fault auto insurance reform. WWJ's Beth Fisher joining us live with more. Beth? Jason, people who have been injured in car crashes, their families, and other advocates will gather at the Capitol to push the legislature to fix auto insurance reform. Maureen Howell is part of the group We Can't Wait. Her son sustained catastrophic injuries in a crash when he was 18. She says the new law makes it tough for those injured to get the medical care they need. We are letting them know that we aren't going away and we are going to have a fix on this. We've had people die as a result, and we have others who are on the verge of dying because they are not able to get care. Howell says unlimited care has been cut by 45 percent, so they'd like to see legislators fix it. Reporting live, Beth Fisher, WWJ News Radio 950. The family of that missing 17-year-old, Zion Foster, is receiving a lot of tips from people who believe they've seen her, but the worried family says some of the information is coming from people trying to prey on their desperation. Sierra Milton, the mother of the East Point teenager, says some of the tips say her daughter is being held hostage and that she's going to be sold or she will be killed. One text message demanded money, and Milton says she actually paid the $200. East Point police say the case is a top priority, and they're working with Detroit police to find that teenager. It's new this morning on the Autobeat. Researchers at the University of Michigan think they've now come up with a better EV battery. These lithium sulfur batteries can hold far more energy than today's batteries, but they don't last as long. U of M professor Nicholas Kodov says they've come up with a new membrane that takes care of that problem. We don't need to sacrifice, for instance, safety for cycle life or the charging speed. Godoff says the next step is to present this to a car maker or supplier to see if it can be mass produced. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8s, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on radio.com or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.